0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Come Play Podcast. I am your host, Bobby, and I have, of course, other co hosts here with me that are so much less important than me. Uh, allow me to introduce them. So we'll start from the top of the Discord call, Brendy. Yo, what's up?
1: I'm the most important one here, mainly because I am the number one ranked Call of Duty and Fortnite player in the world. Thank you very
0: you know, much. You know what? If you die. <laughs> You're honest, so bad. No, it's, uh, true. Right. it's true, look it up, Google it. Google it? Okay, yeah, no, we, we, we ain't doing that, we ain't doing, we ain't doing that here. I'm also joined by Mr. Zach, and whose Discord name continues to crack me up, uh, a little boo-whip. And uh, his
1: fucking profile picture. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> which you can't even see if you're listening to this, but it's hilarious, trust us. Uh, Zach, say hello to the beautiful people.
2: It's good, I'm Zach, but we all know I'm really the most important person. We're also going to go down and keep saying we're the most important person. But really,
0: I'm the most important person. Couldn't have said Stay it better thirsty, myself. my
1: friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and last, but definitely,
3: we have Mr. Tyler. Tyler, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, yeah, so I'm not even going to get into me being the most important. I'll just kind of get out this out of the way. I've known Bobby for my whole life. And, and you've met, done Bobby? I, <laughs> oh, I've shit. known Bobby for my. Oh, they said done. <laughs> Definitely haven't done Bobby. And I uh, and, uh, met these assholes through him. So uh, that's kind of how we know all, everybody here. Yep.
0: Yeah. We, uh, I've known Brandy for, uh, what, I think my sophomore year of high school? life? It's probably so, been about four or five years. Yeah, four or five years. And I've known Zach for what, maybe? Three, three slightly of those. after that yeah not not too far after and yeah i've known Tyler for about 15 years now 15 pain years
1: how <laughs> the fuck like how have you dealt with Bobby that long Tyler
2: I don't know Brandy. how have you dealt with me so long <laughs> um I don't know man same way well but, you're actually here's good with your time. answer
1: there you go no, but I'm not. you're better than Bobby <laughs>
0: I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Zach, Zach pitches a lot, especially when we're on Xbox. Uh, I do. All right. God, I <laughs> so, as I'm sure the listeners can tell, this is not going to be a very tame podcast. <laughs> like hey guys, welcome to our uh, welcome to our come play podcast
1: featuring Zach, Bobby, Tyler, and Brittany.
0: Yep, absolutely. Uh, so. Uh, we'll, do, let's do, we'll do. Let's do a little more uh, in-depth introductions about ourselves, as long as everybody's cool about it. I'm not asking dark secrets, but.
2: Oh uh, man, I was planning on telling all my dark secrets.
0: I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I mean. Listen, if you want to broadcast them, go ahead. Anyway, uh, so my name is Bobby. I hail from uh, South New Jersey. No, not the Jersey Shore. I am uh, more in the Philadelphia area. Uh, I am a big so if you flyers fan big hockey free played sports my whole life but uh i am a current film major in college going to school in uh maryland i still suck at this but you know what it's uh it's fun uh also a big video game addict and i blame the guys in this podcast with me for part of that so uh, yeah i i i sit at my desk a lot and really do nothing so um Really, that's all that's really all I got. So uh, I'll pass the torch over to Brendy. He can, can tell us about his miserable we, life. We
2: really have to like tell each other about ourselves, like but just I don't do a lot.
0: That's
2: all. <laughs> I must to talk about. <laughs> okay, my name
1: is Brendy. Uh I am currently a nursing major. Uh and I oh shit.
0: <laughs> was that?
1: That, was my, that was my chair. Just fucking blew
2: his head off mid
1: pocket. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's a red dot on brady's head
2: <laughs> um and i play
1: video games uh on the daily with uh, these motherfuckers here um
0: and i am usually better than them so there we go god is there is, is this this entire podcast is gonna be you claiming how much better you are at every video game we ever play uh yes oh god i i hate this already tyler <laughs> might be better
1: at nhl than me but no, that's
0: about it yeah tyler can break your ankles Oh, break. I can't I can't do a fucking break away. Let's be real. Yeah, you left right left. I don't know how you manage to screw up left right left. It's honestly kind of amazing, to be honest. So Anyway, uh, Zach.
2: Um, I go to work, I save my money, <laughs> come home.
3: He's a play good boy. Games with these fucks next. <laughs> the repeat. Well, <laughs> oh, it's hard to follow up such an uh, inspiring story like that, but I'll right. try my best. Um yeah, so uh as I said before, I've known Bobby my whole life. I also live in southern New Jersey. No, not the Jersey shore, and no, I think more importantly, not North Jersey. We're not Oh like yeah, North we all
0: talk we don't talk about North Jersey here.
3: North <laughs> Jersey is like more New York than it is South Jersey. But Absolutely. Anyway, uh yeah, big sports fan, like the rest of these guys, I feel, and uh also a pretty big video game player. A lot of sports games and then you got your CODs and Fortnite's mix in there uh you know, every so often. So yeah, we kinda just hang out, mess around and uh that's about it really.
0: And so uh as you can tell, we really have no idea how to do a podcast, but we figured we we, we, we try ourselves out. We uh tend to get into a lot of in depth discussions about really anything while we're playing games and uh it's really nice to have people like these guys to uh uh really talk about anything and just kind of chill out uh but we do get uh at each other from time to time uh most because brendy doesn't uh do his job on the ice but look who's fucking <laughs> talking oh, oh, man. Man. So get us started on you bobby
2: like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yo, but- that was so good <laughs> so- i'm not even gonna entertain that you're going fuck us up
1: bobby you made so many defensive mistakes, like a few months ago, like when we were actively playing NHL. That I changed my name to Bobby LD. Brings it up the right side.
0: <laughs> Listen, man. Listen, man. I'll I'll i I'll it. We'll talk about practice. All right. So, a, a, so a little bit about the podcast. Uh, it's called the Come Play Podcast because that's just how we uh, we don't text each other like get online or hey we're playing NHL. Hop on. This is more what Brendy does. it's like, "Hey, come play, come play. Hey, Bobby, come play Fortnite. Bobby, come play NHL. Come play." Hey, Bobby ignores me. Yeah, so I figured it's kind of suited this whole type of this uh uh these group of guys here talking about stupid shit. Uh, as for what we're going to talk about on the show, I mean, a lot. As for today, it's going to be a lot of video game stuff. So if you're know not a video game, sorry. Uh, but we're big gamers. We're also big sports fans, and we have other interests outside of that. Um, so we'll be talking about literally anything that comes to our mind. Uh, and we hope you'll actually give a shit about our opinions. And I see Brendy typing in the Discord, and that's really scary whenever I <laughs> do that. So. Uh, that's all I wanted to say. Oh, okay. He's giving me right, a little, First topic. Uh, there's something I really want to
2: really get settled. Uh,
0: okay.
1: Okay.
2: So. Go a gorilla versus a grizzly bear. Who would win?
0: <laughs> a gorilla
2: versus a grizzly bear? Probably the grizzly bear. Why? Uh, because one
1: chomp the gorilla's dead.
0: I-, I would I would argue though that the gorilla has thumbs, so it could literally just pick up this bear and just completely body slam him Dude. to the ground. Okay, then my can the do grizzly
2: that. bear has razors at the end of <laughs> each of his fingers. Like exact.
3: Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know you're gonna get <laughs> this guy started so easily, man. No, Dude, like, I,
1: that, that's... Okay, if, if a gorilla could do that, then why can't a human do that? Like, a grizzly bear would fuck up a gorilla. Because a gorilla
0: can't. actually has size. We are scrawny and stupid. Um,
1: okay, I mean, I agree with that, but... Yeah, there you go. Okay, but no, a gorilla would fuck you up. Well, a gorilla would fuck you up, and so would a grizzly bear.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't want to come to face-to-face to either of them. I'm not a hunter.
2: No, I'm saying a grizzly bear versus a gorilla.
0: Yeah, I think, I
2: think the Grizzly Bear would definitely uh, win
1: against the
0: I, I still disagree. I say the Gorilla just full-on spears this tiebreaker like
3: 63. Tie Me as a tiebreaker? Mm-hmm. Um, a
0: tiebreaker if there isn't oh, a tie. Wait, it's two on, on one.
2: Man. Hold on. The grizzly, <laughs> bear, the grizzly Bear has heavier attacks. The Gorilla is smarter.
0: We're talking about stats here? <laughs> it has a yes. 99 attacks. We now go <laughs> to our statistical expert, Tyler. Braziers. Tyler, it what are you seeing out there?
2: At the end of his <laughs> <laughs> it would fuck uh, a, gri- a gorilla Oh You're you're
0: you're
3: nuts.
0: You're nuts. <laughs> I would I would even say like a kangaroo would have a fighting chance against a grizzly bear because it would just in Oh yeah. No. Right, have you now. ever seen a kangaroo right, fight? Done. I'm done. Is, is is right.
1: Right. I've never That's seen a kangaroo fight a fucking grizzly bear. I think the grizzly bear would fuck up a kangaroo.
0: Let's make it happen. I I didn't say he would beat him. I just said he would have Pretty a chance. Sure that's hands. illegal, but you can make it happen if you want. I see. listen. Illegal? No, really. no, no, there's <laughs> no fucking way
1: a grizzly bear would lose a fight against a fucking kangaroo. you
0: you're delusional. Absolutely. No, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you?
1: <laughs>
0: absolutely would. Le-
1: Razor sharp claws <laughs> don't stand a chance against bare
2: hands. <laughs> This isn't even an argument. You're just being
0: he's fucking retarded. No, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. This bear is gonna take a swipe at the girl and the girl is just gonna bob and weave under his shit and go. No just I'm fucking home, because the girl is not that
1: intellectually intellectually <laughs> no, smart. Already,
0: a girl already, is actually a lot smarter than a bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So that so was our first that. official
0: topic. Zach had to actually <laughs> I don't know where this even came from. It sounds like he's had this fight before. But <laughs> um no, that's our first official topic. Our first official topic is uh about uh sports video games. Uh and we deemed it appropriate because as you can probably tell from how we were talking in the beginning, uh we are big NHL uh eighteen players. We play ASHL together a lot. Uh we don't know why we do it because it pisses us off every single time. It's yep. so broken. And it's such a broken game. Uh but the NHL 19 beta is out. Uh, I have not played it yet, and I understand Brendan and Zach have not as well, but Tyler here, of course being crippled uh absolutely has so uh ty what what did you think playing it you I know you mentioned skating originally compared
3: to a different yeah, uh skating was definitely the biggest difference to me um which i I mean, I think a lot, obviously anybody who's played the game. Um, as much as us, there's a lot of flaws within NHL 18 it. like it's it's obvious. Um, the uh, and the biggest thing for us is just simple gameplay mechanics that should be, you know, easy to make. Um, but now apparently, uh, they EA brought in Connor McDavid, um, to their studio this year and kind of mm-hmm. had him do some motion, uh, for NHL 19 And uh, and the game it looks the skating looks realistic this year. I will say that apart from it feeling a lot better and, like, the gameplay being better because of the skating, I think it, like, you you can just tell by looking at it um, that it is um, a lot better, so uh, I will say that uh, I have only played the new Ones game mode, which is pretty cool. Essentially, the Ones game mode is a one versus one versus one game mode on about, like, a basically like a half-size rink, and that is a lot of fun, so I'm pretty excited um, about that 1v1-1 yeah. mode. I, I, that's actually all I've played right now, but that is fun. Um, and, you know, you got to you gotta take everything kind of with a grain of salt just because it is the beta, and there yeah. is some bugs in there right now. Um, like, in terms of, like, not – I mean, there is, I guess, some gameplay bugs that I hopefully they will fix, but most, like, right now what I'm finding is, like, sometimes when you search for a game, it, like, you know, bugs out and – you know, instead of playing a one versus one versus one, you're only like playing one versus one. For some reason, that's a glitch that I've seen a lot of people playing. But, but no, in terms of NHL '19 overall, the beta gameplay wise, which I think, um, I think at the end of the day is really the most important part. I think game modes um are important for like you know. Y- having interest in the game for a long time, but, like, gameplay is what makes or breaks it for us, at least, I believe. Definitely. And, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I I really think the gameplay is much better just by the skating. Um, the other thing that we always have a problem with in NHL 18 is the puck pickups and the... <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and, Jesus Christ. and the movement, like, another thing, too, actually, that I didn't even mention to you guys, the one thing good about the skating is it makes the deking a little bit more fluent like it, everything just seems more fluent it, it, i think it's the best way to describe nhr 19 um so far so um i've really enjoyed it and uh yeah. and yeah hopefully hopefully as everything I, translates
2: as long as i fix the puck pickups that's gonna be great what i'm not part- really worried about the uh like the matchmaking with glitch, like the glitches the matchmaking and stuff because that stuff it seems like they can work out easily yeah yeah yeah
3: they'll so iron that out that stuff um, doesn't
2: bother me but as long as they like you know smoother skating Hopefully, there's no like cheese deeks where there's no, there's no shots that'll work 100% question. of the time. I've, I've got a quick question, Tyler. Okay.
1: Is it still possible to do the cheese slide in the NHL 19? <laughs>
3: uh, to be honest, I haven't tried it. Um, yeah, but explain
2: I what
1: would, the cheese slide is first. Yeah, The cheese sure. slide is a fucking retarded way you can score anytime in NHL 18. It's, it's a basically Sunday. a cold
3: exploit. It's it, an it's, exploit. It's, it's, yeah, a one, right? it's a one – it's a – you come in from um, the opposite side of your handedness and you do a one-handed deke across the goalie and the goalie just sits there like watches the puck go in. That's what – like if you've played NHL 18, you you've you do it or you've seen people do this move in the SHL. Mostly, but even like I've done like versus game modes where people have done it. So, um, what's, the,
0: what's the name of that move in real life? And like, you know, because it's, it's a real move, I, it's just a one handed geek, right. yeah.
3: It's just that it's an exploit in NHL. And, um, I mean, there's other ex- exploits which, um, I, you know, I, at least what I've played so far. I mean, the goalies, the goalies feel I don't want to say better, but they, they stop what they should. And they let in what you know they should too. Like you're not going to have a Jesus save like all the time now. It seems like, and you know they're going to they're going to make saves that they're supposed to. So, um, again, hopefully everything translates over because, um, yeah, I mean, as much as we play an NHL team, I know we're all frustrated with it, and uh, and we're looking for a good game for NHL 19, and hopefully they deliver. Um. You know if they have all the tools. Uh, you would think at least to make a good game with smooth gameplay. So hopefully they uh, implement that. Oh,
2: I don't even think it's just us that's frustrated frustrated with it. It's just most of the community.
3: No, yeah, it's funny too because um, you know, one of the big uh, NHL YouTubers, um, his name is Nasher sixty one. He's been to like the gaming, um, like the NHL competitive gaming events, and he's he even admits like, you know. In gameplay, sometimes you kind of just pull off like those exploit moves all the time, and he like even admits like it's something that has to be stopped. Like it's it's getting ridiculous at some point. So um, I know the community is uh, itching for like just a like, good gameplay. Honestly, like as much as I, I see a lot of people wanting new game modes, which you got with this like the outdoor rank with the ones gameplay and stuff like that. Which um, even like the customization, which I haven't even gotten into, is, is really cool. Um, you know you unlock essentially you unlock hockey bags and um which is it's equivalent to what a supply drop would be in cod um Um, or trying to think of it It, it's like like a a pack opening and like a a it's a microtransaction yeah it's a micro. well it's that's the only thing though it's not a microtransaction It's uh, only progression. This there's going to be no microtransaction Go ahead. with us. Good. But essentially, it's a progression reward. You open it and you get uh, things you can wear on the ice, which is you know cool. Um, everybody likes a little customization. We've seen that from Fortnite uh, with the skins. Um, you know you want to look good out there, so I think it's pretty cool. But um, you know, I think <laughs> I'm just praying they get it right this year again. Uh, what I from what I have played. I think I think my favorite NHL, and I don't know, maybe people will disagree with this, but I think NHL 14, the one right before, um, the last Xbox 360 one. I think gameplay wise, that was the best, and uh, hopefully, you know, they get back to that. And um, and you know, quite ironic, seeing as how the one sense. right
1: afterward was the worst.
3: Yeah, well, when they came to Xbox One, it was kind of downhill. It's been downhill from there, but. Um, I got to say, playing the beta right now, it's it's the best NHL I've played since 14. So, um, you know, again, it's a beta. You got to take it with a grain of salt. But you would imagine that they can only go up from here since it's a beta. So yeah, uh, we'll right. kind of see what happens. But um, it yeah. really
2: sucks that we have to rely on it like this. Rely on the beta for yeah. they the game because NHL 18 is so bad. Like, it, there's no way it could get worse. <laughs>
0: It's it's so it's so funny though because I remember I was raving to Tyler about when the NHL 18 beta came out because I I really liked the the threes mode, um and I That's I nice thought it was great yeah yeah I but it just and all the all the all the mechanics <coughs> stuff I I noticed quickly how bad it was and it, and it kind of turned everything down for me I mean listen I still for the longest time grinded the franchise mode made I was having a lot of fun with the creative team but everything they added a lot of cool features to the game, but uh, like I think Tyler said earlier, you know, uh, if the gameplay is not that good, like on the ice, then it's, it's going to cause problems, and I think that definitely has your game. Um, but it, it's funny, and has always been a funny thing for me, because it seems like compared to the other games that EA makes every single year, right, EA, or, uh, uh, you know, McMadden, uh, mm-hmm. and, and they have FIFA, right, FIFA? Yeah, and, uh and so, and those games, you know, fly off the shelves, and then there's kind of NHL. And I mean, I, I have not bought, you know, the only reason I had, uh, you know, the, the uh, not this past year's man. Actually, I still need to buy this past year's man because it had Tom Brady on the cover, so I just need to buy that just for collectibles' sake. But uh, someone bought me the uh, man seventeen or whatever, because uh, I had Gronk on it. But it was I didn't even end up paying money for it. I got it as like a birthday gift or something. Like All right, you can getting tagged every year. Interviews. But, <laughs> but what, I'm, what I'm saying is there was nothing special about Madden from year to year that made me want to keep buying it every year. Um, and same goes with FIFA. I, I mean, you guys are definitely FIFA players, though. I know that much. But for me, uh I've never seen it. For a while, I was getting really into the, the ultimate team stuff for the games, especially NHL. Um, But that died off really quickly once it was just like, okay, the grind is really not doing anything. I'm not getting a damn thing out of it. So, I don't know. It's always weird. But NHL is a a game that I'll buy every year just just because I I actually do like the gameplay, even though it's broken. But also, I'm just a huge hockey head. But
3: it it is annoying
0: going from year to year and having these issues. And you got to wonder since... I I don't have numbers in front of me, but I, I definitely think that... Uh, on on the surface, Madden and FIFA would be the games that are bought the most every year out of the sports games that EA makes and the NHL's kind of under that. right? Yeah,
3: and, and I mean, part of that isn't it, it, it's NHL out of those sports. I mean, FIFA's international, so you're going to get a lot of sales there.
0: Mm-hmm. But I,
3: I think NHL as a whole is just not as popular as, you know, the NFL and FIFA and um, it's not a ea game but 2k for basketball you know a lot of people buy that because there it's there's a lot of interest in basketball um right. i i'm a big sports i i buy it's something i gotta stop doing but i buy <laughs> every sports game every year the new one essentially um i 2k it's here and there but i buy madden fifa nhl every year um and i gotta say like <sighs> out of those 3 like at least to me uh, in my opinion i think fifa is getting it right um i think madden is veering in that direction so they they added this uh, for fifa i think it was 2 years ago now and fifa 7 yeah fifa 17 they had the journey that came out which is basically the story mode of alex hunter as he goes through the progression of the um of the lower leagues in England and then up to, up to the bigger clubs um, in the world. And they continue that with FIFA 18 <laughs> and will continue that again with FIFA 19. Um,
1: Great story, that, by the
3: way. Yeah, it, it's, it's really fun. And then the, the cool thing about that is they have the cutscenes and the interactive, like, you know, if you pick something, it goes to which, you know, each decision affects the way your career goes. And that's what a lot of people see to the like. Madden did the same thing last year with the Long series which is coming back again this year for Long Part 2. I don't know if it's that's what it's called but it's it's, it's something Long Shot is in the title. Um so I think they're getting it right. Um a lot of what EA is about though, I will say, is the microtransactions through Ultimate Team. Um they that's where the, you know as much as they make in terms of sales of the game, uh mm-hmm. you see the YouTubers putting out hundreds and thousands of dollars on ultimate team each year. And, uh, you know, I think that also influences the people that are watching them to go out and they say, well, this guy, cause a lot of those people only put the best players they have out there. So like people will be like, Oh, look, he got that player. Um, if I put money in the game, I'll get that too. And, and like, in reality, these guys are spending so much money, um, you know, in microtransactions. So I think they just – sometimes I feel like they focus on that too much, the ultimate team portions of their game. But in terms of the EA games, I think FIFA is getting it right. Um, FIFA's gameplay, I think is pretty good. I mean, I think it's the best out of all of them. Madden always has improvements every year. Um, and it's just NHL, sometimes it feels like we're just getting a roster update for $60 every year. So um, – yeah. You know, compared to the other games, I think NHL is – they got to step it up. Um, They make enough money. There's no doubt about that. Um, Yeah. And and this year, with them bringing Conor McDavid, probably the most – not probably. He's the most explosive skater in the NHL. Um, I think that's a step in the right direction. Um, But, yeah, you know, EA as a whole, I think sports games – I, I don't know. I mean, I I'll always love sports games. I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like just with the with Fortnite being so big and like first person and third person shooters, kind of just you know, you got your PUBGs, your Call of Duties, uh, your Fortnite. Like I feel like people just like those over sports games, but um, but as a whole, I mean, I think they're quality games. It's just that not as many people, you know, buy them. So I, I guess. My question to you guys would be like, what is your thoughts in terms of like how sports games stack up to like the shooter games and the, you know, the games like the adventure games or I don't know how you'd explain them, but you know, your Assassin's Creed and stuff like that. Well, Um, I think we can all agree that
2: uh, sports games are... For for a lot of people they're not as competitive as some of like the shooters. And like for us, we play NHL really competitively, but the problem is that like EA sports, I feel like they cater to their casual sports playing. I would would agree with (laughs) that. Yep.
1: Absolutely.
2: And they don't so they don't really like they don't think about the people who play it online, like online versus or like EA SHL like we play. They don't think about how we play, and we want to get, win. And it's frustrating when we lose.
3: Right. So that's
2: running. that's a tough thing about it when it comes to sports games. Like, there's not there's a lot of like movements that humans do in real life that it's hard to make a computer do, which is why it's, it can be broken. Like the puck pickups. Right. Like a lot of times, they'll have a puck fly right like six inches past you, and all you got to do is reach out your stick and pick it up. Or at least you'd think that's what you would do, but the computer doesn't do it.
1: Right. It's just common sense. Mm-hmm. And it's like like it's like sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Like, how do you get it to work?
0: Yeah.
2: A lot of people are saying they need to make puck pickups manual.
0: I don't know about that. Uh, that that's Dude, if they added a mechanic like that, that's going to be such an extra... That's,
3: that's what I was thinking. I think that's going to make it more broken if they did that.
0: Yeah, uh, I yeah. think...
3: I think you're just, uh, that's, <laughs> I think it's just going to cause more problems honestly. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. Where, I see where people are coming from where they want a solution, but I just don't think that's the solution. Yep. You I know. agree.
0: And, and to be fair, I don't really know what the solution is. I just, there, there's definitely, here's the thing. Here's the thing of video games, right? You're never, ever, ever, ever going to get them as realistic as the real thing. You can get them pretty damn close, but you, you can't account for too much, right? So it, it's, it t- we, we can talk and criticize all day, uh, but none of us here are video game designers, right? Uh, right. We, we have no idea how to fix it, but there's definitely certain things that we see that it's like, how does this even go through being coded and created and tested and, and not be too much of a problem? You know what I mean? Like the, the puck pickups are something that's been complained about for years. There have been a ton of things, especially in the NHL side, that's been complained about for years. And we're still here, you know. Yeah, let's yeah. let's and, and, and seriously, companies like EA and any other gaming company out there, and, and, and if somebody listening who has a startup or something, take notes. I want of what uh, Epic Games is doing with Fortnite, right? But, let, let me preface by saying I'm not the biggest, you know, Fortnite player. I don't even buy the Battle Pass, and I'm not huge on the cosmetic side of anything either. I, I just I just play, and I don't like playing myself. I play with friends. But what I do notice online is, you know. Let's take, uh, what, season five right now, right? So season five gets rolled out, right? And the SMGs get introduced, and they're overpowered. People complain about them being overpowered within, I, I would not even a week. They, it, they nerfed it.
3: Honestly, like, it was, like, probably, like, I, I I would even say, like, 48 hours they made that change. Like, I remember, um, I you could tell, like, because... And I'm and I'm a new Fortnite player. Like, I actually started playing the day of Season 5 release not knowing that I was, but it's kind of just how it happened. And I know before everybody was just using shotguns, but it was crazy. Like, literally, you could just melt people with SMGs, and they made mm-hmm. – it's crazy. Like, Epic Games have been like that, where they just make changes, like, so fast. They update, like, what, like every five or six days, like a week? Like, it's crazy. Um, yeah,
0: I've I noticed that uh, on my computer, I have it for PC. Uh, excuse me, my, my, my Epic Games launcher would start up with my computer. I don't even know how it got there, but I ended up just leaving it because of how pretty the updates were. So it's just like, oh, it'll update in the background. And then whenever I need to play, I don't have to sit and wait for an update. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, the patches and, and constant updates are appreciated, and it's part of the reason why Fortnite blew up the way it did. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not, I am not trying to kiss Fortnite's ass but i have to applaud them for their engagement with the the, uh with all their players from the competitive side to the 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 casual players there's something for everybody everybody has the 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 same chances to enjoy it and when everybody as a whole or most people as a whole have a complaint about the state of the game they'll listen and they'll do something about it to fix it you know what i mean And, and, and you know it makes other game companies like ea look bad uh especially on the sports side when, when there have been complaints for years about certain things and they're still there, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely hope that uh, HL 19 is maybe the turn of a new leaf. Uh, I, I will continue to buy this game unless, it, you know, they, 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 they threw it back to, like, the worst possible graphics. You know, that, like, they would, they would have to just give me uh, a game where the rink would turn green. <laughs> but, like, glitching <laughs> like, like, the hell out for me to stop buying it. I'm willing to give you the money, but you know, I'm I'm hoping that you do you, you, you do something. Uh, yeah, all.
3: the one thing you actually said I, I kinda want to go back to it so we can kinda go into our next topic. Um well mm. one not you know, one of the topics we're gonna talk about was a comparison for COD and Fortnite. Um but you got it right though, like Epic Games, they, they cater to everybody. You know, you got your competitive side, but you got your casual side too. And one of the best things I think that this is where ea and like is completely different is they you know they put out all these skins which is great for players because they can customize it like how they like but like it does nothing for you in like actual gameplay like it's just cosmetic um a lot of what you can do in ea games um especially like ultimate team like i was saying with the microtransactions is like you know somebody can go in and put $250 $250 into the game and have, like, a really good team and you can put $0 into it and, like, you could be better than that guy but he's gonna he's gonna beat you every time just for the simple fact that his players are better. Yeah, um, he's got,
0: like, a 9-9-OV nine, nine and Crosby yes. from, for paying
3: within the first week when you're grinding.
0: And just to it's something I do want to point out for, for that whole kind of argument, though, is is uh there, there's kind of a seesaw with this whole thing, right? Like, for me, I like the idea of grinding for something, right? Like, putting work in to get something uh, really good at the end of it, right?
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. And
0: I, I, I don't like the pay-to-win. First of all, I can't afford it. If I if I were wealthy, I'm sure I would enjoy being able to pay and get my way to the top. Who, who wouldn't, right? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I, I also don't want... You know, if someone wants to put their hard-earned money into the game, I don't want them to lose that opportunity. So... There has to be, like, a balance between being able to work for something and the amount of time put in versus somebody buying the, the packs and getting the players. There needs to be a healthy balance of it, Uh, but we're just not there yet. Yeah,
3: yeah. and I, I think, you know, they – again, it's it's one of those things where I don't know if there's an easy answer because they have, a- you know, they have pack weight essentially is what it's called Uh, in the their ultimate team dance, which essentially means – you know, the chances of you actually getting a ninety overall player is a lot less than a seventy six. It's common sense. But you know, that also there's two sides of the story. As much as people don't want um, you know, I don't want to play a guy who paid to win kind of deal, but I also don't like, you know, if I was to pay to win, I don't want to put a thousand dollars in the game and not have yeah. good players. Like <laughs> it's a tough balance. Um so you know that's kind of one of the uh, one of the things EA kind of has to, and I think EA, you know, they they know what they're doing um, in terms of the microtransactions. Like I said, they make a ton of money off of that. So um, I don't know if we'll ever really see a change, but um, but no, I, I guess kind of circling back, I think Fortnite um, has it right um, in terms of just you know, you, you can't buy stuff to make you better. And I think that's the best part Um that I don't think they'll ever take away from media games. So, like I said, that's their, they make so much money. I think that's their bread and butter. Um, But, but yeah, it's, it's uh it's a tough balance. It really is.
0: Yeah. I, I, for me, I'm a fan of games that, uh will kind of give you the assets that you need to play. Uh And if you want to put money into it, you can just make your character look good, right? Like that's, um i used to be really big into league of legends right um but you would have to buy character you'd have to either work your way up which it took a long time to get enough there and league of legends games are between 30 minutes and you know anything you know 30 minutes and over each time it's a long game right and then it doesn't give you much reward at the end of it at least it didn't used to i haven't played in a couple of years um, but that was part of the reason why I got tired of it because you know I had I, you know people I played with would put a ton of money into the game and buy buy champions and heroes and you know whatever and I'm just like yeah, I'm still sitting here with the ones I got for free and yeah yeah kind of worked for it. I mean it was fine I had fun it just it, it's just something that always kinda bugged me a little bit uh you know Counter Strike a game I play uh, every now and again, right? Like, you get all the guns, you get everything. You know, if you want to make your guns look pretty, you can pay a pretty penny to do so. Same with Fortnite. You can, you have the same weapons, you know, uh, you drop in the same place. But if you want to pay a pretty penny, you can make your character look good and dance and, and give red cards to people or do whatever, <laughs> you know. So, you know, I, I like the whole pay for cosmetic type deal. I, I, I dig that, that video game model, but I understand that it doesn't work for everything. Uh, yeah. And man, I remember. Oh my God, I won't get into it too much because everyone kind of knows how it went. But EA released uh, Battlefront Two, Star Wars Battlefront Two, and what a disaster that was just because of the microtransactions. Yes, um, it was. It was basically either um, they, I, if I remember correctly, I don't have the article in front of me, but my my remembrance of it was like so. If you've played Battlefront before, right, you play as like a rebel or Empire soldier, and for some reason or another, you can become like a Jedi, and you know, so you're a lot more powerful, and this, that, and the other thing, right? So, apparently, what they attempted to do was, uh, so let's say Darth Vader, I think, is what they use, example, is uh, uh, you can work your way to him, but it would take hours. And they actually, I remember in the beta, there were modes, and you couldn't even finish a game because, like, oh, you're not leveled high enough, and you have to work your way there, however. If you pay a pretty penny, you can get all of these things. You know what I mean? So and and yeah. they there's a quote that's infamous on Reddit. It was something like we want everybody to have a sense of pride or something in the game like they responded and it became one of the most downvoted Reddit comments of all time. It's pretty hilarious if anybody cares to go find it. Um man, what a disaster that was. So you need to be careful with microtransactions. I never like them, but I understand why they're there. They make a ton of money. For for the game developers, and if that if that's what makes them be able to fix more things and add some more modes for gameplay, okay, keep them in there. Just just don't don't take core aspects of your game out and hide them behind a transaction wall. You know, for for people like me who really don't like to do those microtransaction things and just really want to play your game, I'll happily pay the sixty some dollars to play your game, but I'd like to be able to play the modes, all the modes, all the game types, everything. Let me play all this. Let me get my money's worth. I don't yeah. like paying $60 a game, but I'll still do it because it's something I enjoy doing. You
3: know? Yeah, and, and kind of just to wrap up our point on NHL, I mean, the one thing I didn't mention, I guess, I, and there's a big split on this, is with the ESHL, which we play all the time, um, they used to have a leveling up system where you could actually, you know, you'd start at like a 60-something overall, and you can work your way up to a 95, which mm-hmm. I prefer, but that's one of those things where you have to grind for it. So, like, you know now now they have it where you just pick a class and and everybody's kind of the same ex- except like depending on what class you pick, you'll have different you know boosts and attributes essentially so um you know it, i guess they they tried to get it right- it's just a tough balance, and I know it is, but um you know e a makes a Again, a lot of money, so they have the resources for it, and uh, and hopefully they can kind of get it right with all the sports games. But, um, yeah, kind of just want to wrap that point up there. And uh, before we actually get to the uh, COD versus Fortnite argument, um, we can probably swing it over to Brundy for his In Case You Missed It segment.
0: Yeah, but real quick before we before we get to that, sorry to, to kind of uh, interrupt the passing of the torch, but a little tidbit I just found from a quick Google search. NHL 97, I owned that game for the PlayStation 1. That was the first sports game I ever owned and played. I grinded the hell out of that game. I remember, <laughs> I heard, dude, Playing like Eric Lindros and John LeClair and Mark yeah. Reiki. So, dude, fun game. Uh, according to Let's Play Sega, uh, it has a 4.8 out of 5 rating and a 4.5 out of 5 rating for Abandonware. NHL 18 has a 7.4 out of 10, according to IGN and a collective customer rating of
3: 2 out of 5 on Microsoft.com. Ouch. Is it this, is this sad that I feel like that 7.8 was, like, high?
0: 7.4 <laughs> is, is definitely high. I mean, yeah. I'll like, say I, 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 the higher rating is probably just for the, the new th- modes and other things. I how mean, do
1: oh. they,
3: How do they
2: judge that? The new 3s mode is
1: pretty fun. 8 points. <laughs> it's like your a freaking coach on EASHL.
0: Oh, God, we are not going to say anything here. We're not going to say his name. That I'm blocking right now. But, um, yeah, just a little interesting tip that I was looking at. I'm not trying to make a point. I'm just simply saying uh, <laughs> kind of how simple it was almost 20 years, or actually more than 20 years ago in terms of gameplay. I enjoyed the hell out of Angel 97, man. I had 99 too, I think. I think I had, like, 93 for the game. Yeah. Board yeah the, uh, oh,
3: dear God. I had 2001 for the PS1, and yep. i still play that to that this day, man. It's fun.
0: But the, the best game that came out of the 2000s, sports-wise, was NASCAR Thunder 2003. Yeah, and for sure. If <laughs> nobody has played this game, go find it somewhere. I, I Dude, guarantee you. Me and you...
2: Brendan used to play NASCAR away. Just turn off the flags and drive in reverse.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we were trying to see like, how, how much we could just wreck our cars before like, they gave a yellow flag.
3: That's that's literally me and Bobby did. We would turn off damage and like you know the flag and stuff like that, and uh, we would just drive backwards. On I guess drive backwards. Well, we wouldn't drive backwards.
0: We would turn the car around and drive the other way.
3: Driving reverse. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We we so I remember like I would qualify like oh cool I qualified eighth out of like a forty three card field. Okay, green, green, green. Okay, I'm just going to pull up to the top lane. I'm going to let everybody go by me. Okay, spin it around, turn it back the other way, and hey, we got the big one on the first lap of the race, 20 cars involved. (laughs) But uh, yeah, okay, so, Brendy, I am going to pass you the torch. You have a little segment that uh, you're going to introduce here, so would you mind explaining what that is, and we'll get right into it.
1: All right, so this is going to be a group of uh, Tyler Meters, Mike, this is going to be a group of uh, news stories that may or may not have slipped under the radar within the past week or so. Uh, they're not necessarily sports related. In fact, there's really only, well, let's see, I've got three topics and two of them are kind of sports related. One of them's not at all. Uh, so anyway, uh, this is called In Case You Missed It and uh, let's get right into it. So, uh, so
0: and your, your, your objective is to just get reactions out of I just want to get your
1: guys reactions and opinions. Right. Okay. Okay. So this is brought to you by nobody, by the way. So. (laughs) Brought to you by Cats Clan.
0: Shout out to the Cats Clan. Yep. Brought
1: to you by Cats Clan. Uh, Yep. (laughs) All right. The first story I got for you guys. So I did not know this until I started doing research for this segment, but it is actually illegal. In Ohio, for you to smile with uh, for your driver's license picture, did not know this. <laughs> uh,
0: you know what? You know what though? It's funny. Same thing in Jersey. Yeah, I was it's gonna not, say it's not illegal, but uh, I I I had you know I got my first license 17, and then I actually ended up getting my wallet stolen, so I had to go get a new one. And both times, uh, I would smile at the camera, and like I, the first woman yelled at me. <laughs> like I, I like I got to the camera and I'm you know, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll smile, I'll smile. And he's like it's just like don't smile. I'm like, oh God, okay. <laughs> and I just put on total uh you know, what's it called? Uh poker face. Yeah, poker face kinda kinda deal. And then uh kind of same thing when I went to go get my new license, uh went in and, and did it again just out of pure reflex, whatever i in front of a camera. And uh it's like oh, please don't smile. I'm like oh okay. I guess I'll just look like I'm going to prison. I guess that's fine. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, kind of same thing. I don't. I, I don't know if it's by law illegal, but that's what keeps getting encouraged to uh, at least me every time when I well, go to DMV.
1: I do like know in o- I do know in Ohio it is essentially completely illegal. So um, there's this DMV in Ohio. I'm not quite sure where it's at. I'm gonna guess it's maybe in Akron. Um, so there's this DMV and they had a lot of trouble with people trying to, um, to smile during their pictures. So what they did, you know how, like you stand, like you stand in front of like a, like a giant piece of paper or something, yeah. like you face a camera. Mm-hmm. So the DMV had this idea where they're going to put a picture because keep in mind, this is in Ohio. They're going to have a picture of LeBron James underneath the camera. <laughs> uh, so that when you sit up to the camera, you'll frown and think about LeBron. That's actually really funny. Oh my god! So, Wait, what do you guys think? Story? What do you guys think about that? True story.
3: Oh my god! I what? think that's incredible. <laughs> like that's that I was not expecting that twist to the story. I'm not. Gonna and lie. apparently,
1: like it's been like pretty successful for them. Like it's worked out. If yeah, I could like... give
0: a Stephen A. Smith great hot take
3: real quick. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> this is
0: blasphemous. It... Scamp! <laughs> <Skip! laughs> uh, if 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 you are from if you are a Cavaliers fan and you know, I I understand you're sad to see LeBron go, but to those select few, I know select few, as as a guy from Philly, I understand you don't want to categorize everybody as uh You know, oh, talk about Flyers fans or whatever because we suck. But I am a good guy, I promise. But if you're one of the select Cleveland fans like, oh, he betrayed Cleveland, he turned his back on Cleveland. He brought you to the finals how many times?
3: Yeah. On his back? And won one of them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and won one of them. He brought a championship home to you guys. brought you guys to the finals. To a team that
1: honestly didn't really deserve it.
0: Right, you know, and, you know, he went to Miami for that one season. Or what was it? How many? Actually, no, it wasn't one season. He was, How there, many season for,
1: was, it? He was there for four
0: seasons. Four seasons, that's right. But he won he won the finals there and everything. People were pissed at that. Okay. He did a championship, man. Come on. You can't let a guy like him.
1: Yeah, like, if I, I'm just saying, if I was in that DMV, um, I'd be smiling if I saw LeBron under my camera.
0: Like I, I don't I don't understand like yeah it, I I understand that it's probably sad that he's gone and playing in LA and that definitely means Cleveland is probably not making the finals this upcoming season.
3: But, no, dude, they're a lottery pick this year. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it, it it's just to me I would just think about wow, LeBron James look at what he's done and then he's doing all the stuff for the he's doing all the the I haven't read too much about it, but he's doing that school stuff. That's happening in Cleveland, right? The whatever schools he's opening now. Anybody yeah, know? Yeah, heard about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so like I don't, I don't know how you look at him and honestly frown. That dude is a role model.
3: Yeah, yeah and I, and and just I'll add something real quick, and I'll try to keep it short because if we talk about LeBron, this is gone for a while. But look, like they said, like. <laughs> The season, I believe, the season before he came back to Cleveland, that was a lottery team again. Like they were a top five yep. pick. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't have LeBron, which again, in my opinion, I think they're a lottery team again this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean he he built that team up again, and uh, I I do find it quite funny though that that was <laughs> that actually happened at the DMV. Yep. Um, I will say that is actually kind of funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm just going to go ahead and move on to the next story then. All right. Good. So, as you guys know, uh, Atlanta Hawks legend Carmelo Anthony. Uh, he has recently uh, cleared waivers with the Atlanta Hawks and is available to sign with any team he wants, uh, which is most likely going to be the Houston Rockets.
3: I actually think he. First of all, I gotta ask.
2: I don't really understand what the point of that move was. Well, they, uh, they for, got for who?
1: Th-
3: for Atlanta to acquire Carmelo and then waive him. They got a first-round pick out of it.
1: And so... they Atlanta has been trying to trade Dennis Schroeder away since
3: last season.
0: Carmelo for a first round, freaking value. Well, Goodness. so
3: essentially, yeah, it was a cap dump for OKC, yep. and then yep. they just bought out their contract. But I'm not positive on this, so don't quote me, but I think he actually did sign either yesterday or today with Houston. So it's basically official. Um, you know, they kind of are trying to get a big three down there in Houston, I guess, but um, Uh but yeah. So
0: looking at the latest headline, uh, Carmelo Anthony finalizes buyout with the Atlanta Hawks, and that was reported eight hours ago. So they just finalized the
3: buyout. So so you know, yeah, he, so, yeah, he can't sign with the team uh, that soon. He can yeah. now.
1: Yeah, he can, he can now. now.
3: I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's not official, but it's it's gonna happen. <laughs> He's oh, yeah. gonna right.
1: it. So anyway, that's not the story. Uh, the story is uh, before the before the buyout was official. Um, Carmelo Anthony made it clear that before he left Atlanta, he would want to get uh, an Atlanta Hawks jersey with his name on it. Uh, what do you guys think about, uh, you know, if a big-name athlete were to come to your team and immediately get waived or, like, retraded or something, uh, would, would you guys go get uh, the
3: jersey of said athlete for your team? I'll say this. <laughs> the Carmelo has some balls on him to do that because this guy – his contract—he's not worth his contract. What did he make at OKC? Twenty-seven, I think. Twenty-four. 27? Twenty-four. Yeah, and he is not worth a single penny of that. Well, okay, I shouldn't say that. I mean, he's not the worst player in the league anymore, but he's aging. And oh, yeah. you know, if some—if he came out of the Sixers and did that, and like, oh yeah, I should get a jersey <laughs> for that. Like, dude, this guy has made so much money, undeserved money. He's getting money for the buyout now. And now he's going to go sign in Houston for more money and play with a team that, you know, I don't think they're going to beat. Golden State is always going to be the team to beat, but have a chance at a championship Uh, with, um, you know, Harden and, uh, you know, Chris Paul. So I didn't know that, though. See, I like this. I like this segment because. You know, I don't even know the stuff that's coming out of it, so that's it funny. Oh. But yeah, Which, right. awesome. well, you guys have probably heard about this last story. That I'll well, go hold on, I,
0: I didn't even give my hot take on this yet. What the hell are you oh, doing? Oh, okay, here we go. I was just, I was just stating. Uh, so, uh, so if I heard it right, he wants, he wants his jersey still because he he was with the, he was right. He with wants, he wants an Atlanta
1: Hawks jersey with his name and number on it.
0: I'll I'll actually play devil's advocate and say. I would probably ask for the same thing, to be quite honest with you. If I <laughs> were in that position. Now, here, here's – now, yeah, it, it's kind of a weird situation he's in where he got signed and then he's waving, he's getting waived and he's buying out and he's going to go sign with uh, Houston or whatever. Um, but I, I compare it to what just happened in the uh, the NBA draft uh, where, the, where the Sixers drafted the oh, – what's his
3: I'm not uh, why, from, from Nova? Yeah. Um. Oh my God, it's on top of my tongue. Bro. Wait, what draft was it just, it? just this past one. Oh, uh, my not Bridges, Mikhail Bridges.
0: Yeah. So, and uh, the guy they they drafted and then uh sent away that same draft.
3: Yeah. Like, the Phoenix, he, right? Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, do you do you think he shouldn't get a, a Sixers jersey at that point? You know what I mean? Like,
3: see, uh, that's different though, because he's. I I might be wrong with this. I mean, obviously, Villanova's in Philly are... He is a closely. hometown hero. He is a hometown hero. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he's from here, isn't he? He, he is.
0: People. His mom His mom actually works for the uh, Sixers organization.
3: Yeah, so, like, maybe that's different, but... Melo's in his 30s now. Like, uh, look, in the grand scheme of things, is it a big deal? No. But, like, it's <laughs> people are going to talk about it, and... Mm. um. You know, I hate being negative and like saying, you know, how stupid it is, but I feel like a lot of people are gonna agree with me because that's just kinda how social media is now. But mm-hmm. again, this it's not that big a deal, but that is kind of that is kinda funny though.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, I I'm for giving him a, a jersey, even if it's it was some weird situation and maybe it it seems kinda of we'll see, or whatever, but
2: was he on the roster for any amount of time? Uh for about eighteen hours. If he's on the roster, I say give him a jersey.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I say too. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm kind of for that. So. <laughs> All, All right. right.
2: Well, moving on to the final topic. For in
1: case you missed it, uh, so you guys may have heard about this um, last night, and uh, this is, we're recording this what, July 30th right now. <laughs> yeah. So last night, uh, Sean Newcomb. Had a no hitter going into the ninth inning against the Los Angeles Dodgers. It was four to zero. Uh, comes out to the final out, uh, final strike too, uh, and one of the guy, uh, one of the Dodgers. I forget, I forget who uh, died. it. was Taylor. Yeah. So uh, gets a hit. Um, you know, he's disappointed, but like, you know, gets a standing ovation as he walks out. Uh, Braves win the game, uh, giving up only I think two or three hits. Because the bullpen sucks, and still give a run. But nonetheless, Sean Newcomb almost had a no-hitter. Now, after the game, uh, some old tweets by Sean Newcomb uh, were kind of made public, <sighs> and uh, it got it got on Twitter, and everyone on social media saw it and uh, criticized him. Now, the stuff he said was was a little bit offensive. Um, but they're not necessarily something I would say the worst in the world. And keep in mind, he tweeted them when he was like maybe 18 or 19, still a mm-hmm. kid, hadn't been drafted, he was still in high school, I think. Um, um so what say, are your guys' I'll, opinions on that?
2: I, I, first of all, I want to say if you're 18 or 19, you know better. You're not a kid. But I, so I don't like to use that excuse for like saying stupid stuff. Like you, you are an adult at that point. You you know better. You have common sense. That One said. Thing, that said, the tweets are old. I don't know why people are bringing it up now.
0: It, okay.
2: I just yeah.
0: if, you should, obviously I, it just, yes,
2: it was offensive. He should not have said those yeah. things. But if we were going to bring it up, why didn't we bring it up when it happened?
0: If, if I right. can, if I can take the reins for just a couple of- here, uh, because this is something that has bothered me a lot. Uh, uh, this has happened a lot with, with draft picks, sports, but this has carried over recently into the the film industry. Um, I don't know if you've been hearing about the whole James Gunn stuff going on, the director, writer-director of Guardians of the Galaxy series. Um, here's the thing. Um, I'll, I'll talk about the, the James Gunn one just because it's the one I know best right now. Um, for those who don't know, uh, James Gunn, writer-director of the uh, popular Marvel series, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, did one and two, and three is in the process of being shot. Um, past week or so uh some old, uh his web uh, some old posts on his website as well as old tweets on twitter have been uh resurfaced and uh i will not go into specifics of what they say you can find them at any news outlet trust me they've been reposted a thousand times um but they 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 they're they're dark and very edgy jokes uh really rape pedophilia um among other things now are they good jokes? I mean, to some people, that's probably right up their alley, you know. But in, on face, yeah, they're they're kind of disgusting and offensive jokes to make. And I'm not going to get into this, you know, whole thi- whole thing of oh, everything's offensive, everybody's always offended. Now it has nothing to do with that. And to me, for stuff like this, they they ended up fire uh, Disney ended up firing him for those resurfaced tweets and stuff. By the way. Um, the cast is fully behind him, getting rehired again, um, because th- these tweets are these tweets, and these blog posts are about 10 years old. right mm-hmm. now, now, in his case, he's in his 60s, so he was 40, 50 something when these posts were being made. Here's the thing to me. It, it, people, it doesn't matter what age you are, you always have time to grow and change as a person. People, but to those who say people don't change, you are stupid and lying to yourself. People change all the time. And I don't, I don't want to use age as a factor too much, right? Like, yes, people people say, oh, he's a 40, 50 year old man saying these kind of jokes. Well, yeah, he wasn't really, you know, but he didn't have the right mentality. But as you can clearly see with the guardians movies and his tweets and his activism and other things. He's definitely grown past those type of jokes. That's the type of artist he was back then. It doesn't paint a picture of who he is now i I, I don't believe that he truly believes what he's saying. He, he, he apologized for those jokes and said, "You know I was just trying to be edgy and dark, like he literally was just trying to be just the edgy artist and and look for shock value. You know what I mean That's what a lot of people do and But for for tweets like that, you know, we've seen a lot of you know college stars. The one kid from Villanova, uh, yeah, his name, Uh, yeah, Yeah, I called up for similar things, yeah, I called up for similar things. Um, You know, not joke, but you know, past stuff, right? Why are you judging somebody for past things now? uh, Yeah, if somebody if somebody shoots somebody and they say sorry afterwards, still put them in jail. But in terms of public statements, yeah, if someone says something stupid, you know, apologize for it and then go on to the next day. I don't think it's right to hold people to stuff, especially 10 years ago or when they were in high school or beginning college or whatever. Like, to to me, you know, if they're a better person now and they're a better example of a, of a model person now, then why does the past stuff matter? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There, there there there've been signs for people like James Gunn that they've, you know, grown as a person. They don't make those jokes anymore. You know, he's a completely new person. So why are we trying to take credit away from him because of stuff he's done in his past? And that goes for anybody. You know, especially the kids who are getting drafted. Of course, they're saying something to it. They're, they're, you know, everyone says something stupid. There are probably tweets that I've put out that are. You know, stupid at some point or another. You know, we and we've all said things that are stupid at some point or another. You know, it, Right. To me, if you learn from the mistakes you've made and you grow as a person, I will not knock you for your past. It, it's it's simple as that for me, and that goes for anybody. Whether you're someone who got drafted to the NBA, the NHL, you're a, a filmmaker, you're a business man. I don't care. Just if you grow as a person and you show that and you live that day to day basis, I will not bring a single damn thing up from your past. And I will judge you by your character as the person I'm seeing in front of. me.
3: Yeah. And I completely agree. I I think it's just so dumb. Like there's literally Twitter accounts made for pulling up old tweets about like guys. Also, you mentioned Sean Newcomb, uh, also Trey Turner of the Washington Nationals and uh, shortstop for them. Also had old tweets uh, brought up against him yesterday. And it's dumb. Um, One thing I'll say, you mentioned we were saying about Dante DiVincenzo, the Villanova um, player who just got drafted by Milwaukee this year. Um, You know, I am a huge college basketball fan, and I am a huge Michigan Wolverines fan. And I'll hold my hands up and say the kid literally torched us in that championship game. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, I love my Wolverines, but it literally pissed me off to go on the, you know, on Twitter after the game and see all these tweets about him. Um, Like, you know, his old tweets exposed. I think he's 21. I think he might have just turned 22. I'm not sure. But um, they found tweets when he was 14. Uh, He was probably in (laughs) middle school, Um, most likely. And... One of the tweets um that I guess everybody really was outraged about was he tweeted a song lyric from Meek Mill from the song Derek Rose that used the n word um and that's what really like i guess really triggered people um but <laughs> he was fourteen like it was seven yeah. years ago. Uh, look, I understand like he shouldn't be saying those things, and I understand like in other situations things shouldn't be said, but why? Every time – and it's literally – it's almost every time something good happens. Yeah. When somebody does something good, Sean Newcomb. His, do, like, casual baseball fans know who he is? Probably not. Probably um, not. But, nope. But he, he's one strike away from a no-hitter, and people go and pull tweets up for him. It's ridiculous. Uh, well, it's not – no, but yeah.
0: Do
2: people just sit there, like, on Twitter all day long? They're like, oh, what famous person can I expose
0: today? It's, so it's a, a, to me, to like, it's yeah. the beat writers, right? <laughs> To me, it's the beat writers, right? The, the person who are looking for the next story, the whole 24-hour, you know, 24-7 news cycle. It's like, okay, what controversy can I bring up today? It's going to get the clicks. It, it always will. It, it will never change.
3: So, yeah, you know, I mean, okay,
0: Sean Newcomb's going to get a new hitter. Okay, let's go see how much of an asshole he was back then.
3: Yeah, and, and if it's not them pulling that up, you can bet your ass that the beat writers will get all over it and write a story about it. Because yeah. Yeah, I, I, I honestly just typed in Sean Newcomb to uh google right now and there's nothing about i mean obviously there's, there's nothing a, about his no-hitter exactly well i was gonna say you can when you go into the article you essentially see like why people are bringing up his tweets but it's all about his tweets um yeah i i mean i agree with everything you guys said it's it's so ridiculous like i <gasps> it's hate funny. it so much but
0: it's funny i uh when I was reading about the uh, James Pence, I'll jump back into the filming stuff for a second. So, uh, uh, Ryan uh, Johnson, I think is what his name is. He's been the, one of the main characters of the new Star Wars film. Uh, He apparently, before, once he got casted, uh, like, kind of nuked his Twitter account, that this exact thing would not happen. Um, It's, it's, it's interesting. Listen, I'm not a perfect person. Nobody is. I am an asshole. I'll admit this now. Um, It's, Just as long as you learn from your mistakes, I I think that's that's the more important thing. Don't don't take away someone's achievement just because, oh, they said something they probably shouldn't have said ten years ago. That's just that's just the way I see it. I I, I'm not defending the content of the tweet. I'm not defending the content of any blog post. I'm simply defending the fact that you can see that same person who tweeted that eight to ten years ago is not the same person who uh it's not the same person. I think that's more important. By the, the way,
2: thing, the most frustrating thing about this to me is that people like they've had years and years and years to surface these tweets.
1: Mm-hmm. They wait until
2: like he's like at at like a really okay. good moment, and it's very obvious that that's what they're doing. Oh yeah, right.
0: Yeah, I, I would really love to know. Who's doing that and how they're even remotely doing that? Yeah,
2: they obviously don't care, like, about what he was saying. They're just, like, oh, I see a moment to you know, for my 15 minutes of fame, someone's going to read my article
3: because you know, Sean Newcomb said the n word or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And, and, I, and I will say, like, and I don't know if you know, I didn't actually see the tweets, I just heard about it. Was it like yeah. just was it racist? Was it like racist remarks or something? I have no idea what he said it was a,
1: he made it was two tweets in particular. one was where he said the n word and then there was another where he made like some sort of uh uh joke about homosexuals uh, okay mm-hmm.
3: yeah, I mean again, like like I said before, there's literally Twitter accounts dedicated to doing this stuff. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but um, you know it is what it is so um, right i guess uh if you guys are okay with it we can move on to our next topic uh we kind of touched on it earlier about the cod versus uh Fortnite debate
0: yeah so uh i, I okay so just a preface for a, a couple of things uh this is something we've have, have, have talked about we actually had this podcast going just me and brendy a while ago uh, but then we added, uh added some made some more friends and convinced them <laughs> to do this. So uh um the reason we're talking about Call of Duty is because for a couple of reasons. One, we played Call of Duty, me and Brandy especially and even Tyler. Tyler was uh, we played competitively uh during Black Ops two. Uh mm-hmm. not like in a pro league or anything, but God did we grind the hell out of oh, the yeah. play. Nah, oh my god, and quite, ML- boy. <laughs> dude. Oh my god. Freaking Awesome stuff. Um, I love competitive esports. I really do. Um, but that's not really the topic. About it's more about how Black Ops Four is going to be coming out in October, and they're adding a blackout mode, aka a battle royale mode. Yep. A first-person shooter is adding a battle royale, mode. and my question is for everybody: um, the gaming industry as it is now and then the community now all val real that's been the craze and it's it's not like it's recent it's been a few years since you know h1z1 got released uh what 2015 2016 uh Um, something like that yeah do you do you i guess my questions are simply this do you see do you like this trend or are you tired of the same old song
1: um, well, I'll give my opinion first. Uh, so I, I think it's very nice to have the proper mixture. I'm glad that Battle Royale is the, uh, is something that has taken off, taken the gaming scene by storm, but at the same time, I don't play exclusively Battle Royale. I, I play, um, games like Call of Duty, where it's just team deathmatch. And you know, Search and Destroy and whatever. Um, and I play sports games because sports are my life and so are video games. And then there's Battle Royale, which is something new I've experimented with for the past, you know, a few months or whatever. Um the thing I really the thing I really liked more about Battle Royale more than anything, not necessarily even the gameplay, it's the fact that it's just something different because uh with these old um these old shooters you know call of duty battlefield halo they were the same you know well they, they made a few like graphical changes um you know gun changes all that stuff you know maybe even changed like the completely different setting like they went to the future for black ops 2 and beyond to, until world war Two. um but at the at the end of the day, it's still, the gameplay itself is still the exact same, and I think that's why Battle Royale did so well, because it's something completely new, something we've never seen before, and that's what I really like about it.
3: Yeah, I, I think the thing with COD is um, they've seen how Fortnite has just blown up, and uh, I, I mean, I kind of think the num I, I will say now this year might be different because when World War Two came out, people were just itching for boots on the ground and gameplay, so it might skew the numbers a little bit. But I think, you know, COD is – for a long time, COD was the game. Like, everybody played, like – and that's where all they played. And I think it's kind of been on the d- decline, um I would say, and – uh they're looking for something new to kind of get it back to where they want it to be. Um, Battle Royale, like, you know, with PUB PUBG and Fortnite, it's kind of, it's taken over. It's crazy. So, um, I'm, you know, the beta comes out in I believe like two weeks from now. Um, so I'm looking to like, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing more, what it brings, but, um, but yeah, it's. I think for a Call of Duty standpoint, they're just trying to get on the trend and hopefully that uh, boosts their game up a little bit. I mean, I, I for I think you know I know Bobby agrees. I'm pretty sure. At least I, I think Bla- the Black Ops series is probably the best, um, like in terms yeah. of consistency Definitely. with the game. Um. So I, you know. Black Ops 3 I really enjoyed, um, even though it was not boots on the ground. Um, and, I, you know, I, I just think in terms of consistency, like I said, I think Black Ops 4 is the best. So um, I think we're looking at, you know, a pretty good game this year.
0: Can we can we disagree right now that Black Ops 1 had the best campaign? Can we,
3: can oh, we, absolutely. You know, can we agree with that right I now? Will, I will have – okay, look, I think as much as I say Black Ops is the best series, Modern Warfare 2 is the best card kind of game.
0: I, Ty, I would give anything so that I can sit in your living room again and we can play Sniper Fi on Spec Ops.
3: <laughs> yeah. That and, is some of the
0: most fun I've ever had playing video games.
3: And look, I know a lot of people agree with me, but I also know a lot of people don't with that. It's a hot topic. Modern Warfare 2, though, was you came, you know, I think, well, we were... 6th grade, 7th grade when that Something came like out. like that, yeah. So you'd go to school, come home, and
0: play, uh... play
3: games. <laughs>
0: yeah, so... Uh, um... well, when I first got my 360, I remember it was Modern Warfare 2 and Halo 3. Yeah,
2: my first, three, my first shooter was Black Ops 1. Was it really? You know, one of those really? Yeah, I was one of those kids. My parents didn't let me play rated M games, so I was like 13, 14.
0: Mm-hmm. Same. Same. My mom thought that Halo
1: was more violent than Call of Duty until she saw how violent Black Ops 1 was with the <laughs> yeah, um, okay. campaign.
3: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that man. campaign. <laughs> and, like, even, like, remember you could get electrocuted in the chair? Like, if you press the, uh, the buttons, like, in the, in the menu, like, it was just yeah. so... It,
0: oh, just yeah, what was crap. that code? Crap, what yeah. was that code? Oh. It
3: was
1: DOA.
0: That's it, yep. Yeah. So, nah. arcade.
3: I mean, I think uh, I think I'm hoping at least um, this game is that's coming out is going to be a good one. I mean, for our, I don't really have a problem with World War II. I think it's an okay game, uh, but the thing is, like, I haven't played it in so long um, because yeah. there's other options now. Like, I would rather play Fortnite over that. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I guess we'll see. Like I said, with the uh, new blackout mode, but. Um, it it is crazy though how battle royale has kind of taken over and everybody uh that's what everybody wants um you know it is fun uh i guess it's like and maybe people like it so much cuz it's a little bit of a change up from what like you know shooters usually are in terms of like at least how cod was for years it was you got your team death matches and your dominations and stuff like that like they have these set gameplays that like a lot of other games use so i don't know if it's just a switch up that you know people like but um but yeah right. uh you know I, I think uh i'm looking forward to Black Ops 4 for sure
0: yeah so my uh you know it, it's just funny to me uh it just it's so funny I, I we'll see how much i end up playing the battle royale mode if it's good i'll keep playing it uh I still probably you know Battle Royale just to me is not fun by myself. I can't do it. I used to do it. I, I can't do it. It drives me nuts. I hate just running around by myself and then just getting popped in the head and that's it. I have to do the same thing over and over and over again. But um I don't know. I, I, I like COD, always like COD. Um I I definitely there. I have not bought games. I'll I'll mail the back. I got Advanced Warfare, but that was like the first COD that kinda of fell off for me. It just I never liked the feel. It had nothing to do with yeah. XO suit. Well, same was. I definitely didn't buy games. I, it. had nothing to do with the extra suits with Advanced Warfare. I just didn't like the feel of it. It wasn't. I don't know. I did not like the movement. There was certain things I didn't like. I did not buy Black Ops Three, which I've had twelve people tell me that was kind of a mistake. But um, it's you know it wasn't really on the table for me then. Uh, the only reason I have Infinite Warfare was because they had Modern Warfare Remastered. Only reason I bought it. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that's
3: that I why everybody bought that game. Oh that yeah, game I, like, listen. Awful.
0: I gave Infinite Warfare a shot. I really did. I, I didn't like it. I did not like the feel. And I'm, I'm a big yeah. multiplayer. I'll play the campaign, I'll beat it, and then I'll be playing multiplayer and grinding now and wanting to play competitively. I'm a very competitive gamer. Like, I, any game that has a competitive aspect to it, I just want to be the best at and try to win. Uh, Kind of toxic sometimes, but, you know, that's just kind of how I am. Um, I, you know, I liked World War II a lot. I still like it. I just don't play as much because it's like that. So there's other games that I'm kind of playing. Right now, i picked up a lot of games recently. That I've been you know, playing a lot. Um, so that's the only reason why I just haven't played it. But I thought World War II was a solid game. And those who disagree with me, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. You're, you wanted something different. You got it. The story was good. And first of all, the soundtrack for World War II, God tiered. And
3: that was It was really good. Really so- good. So, real quick, I kind of want to get your guys' opinion on this because it's obviously the big debate with Call of Duty. Um, do you prefer boots on the ground or, like, the flying shit that we've been accustomed to? So, if it's if it's a good game and,
1: like, uh, flying around with jetpacks works, Black Ops 3, I thought, despite not being boots on the ground, was a really good game.
3: I Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, that was one of my favorite black Ops, i I think black ops 2 i like a little bit better but 3 was really good
1: yeah and i it all depends on like two things like well probably more than that but like one of the two major things like it's like gameplay you know if it if it's essentially you know made for um if it's made for for jetpacks like black ops 3 was and if the mats are designed for it as well
3: yeah for sure like, if you were yeah. to take, like,
1: the, the Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2 maps and, like, add jetpacks to it, probably wouldn't work out too well. But the Black Ops 3 maps were specifically designed for that. And I think that's what
3: ultimately led to many people liking it and uh, it being so successful. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Black Ops 4 is, like, jetpacks again, right?
0: Uh,
1: no, it is, no. It's basically Black Ops
3: 3 without jetpacks.
0: Oh, okay. Hey, so uh, they said you, it's all boots on the ground, they actually said. They said it during the conference. All
3: okay. right. Well, yeah, that's yeah. – I mean, because I – see, I was saying conflicting things. That's why I wasn't completely well, sure about I, it.
0: I, they definitely have no jetpacks or no exosuits. Um, so I don't think you can run on walls or anything. I think you're on the ground. And the, they gave – they actually – they had to – first uh, campaign story sake, they're like, yeah it takes place sometime between black ops 2 and 3 like it, it's supposed to be story-wise like dead middle yeah. of two. so technology-wise what? you're not there
3: yet <laughs> that's actually funny because we always talked about like like where do they go from here like after like you know all like the technology stuff they put in it's like and you know call of duty world war 2 obviously went back and and like it's tough because like how they did the time periods with like you know, the, you had that point in time where everything was so, like, far forward that, like, how are you going to go back? Well, they right. have, so... <laughs> and they right. have,
0: I mean, they went right to World War II, you couldn't, I mean, you can go further back than that, but, you know, that's, that was a good place to go. It was a good place to justify going boots on the ground again. It wasn't just a, oh, hey, we're going to make these, these fake tax, task forces, uh, just fight each other for no reason. So, yeah. you know, no, it, I, mean, you I,
3: know mean, I, I did it well. Yeah. I like what they did with World War II. Like I said, I don't think it's getting as much love as it should because, again, you got your bigger games out there now, which is so funny to say with a Call of Duty game. But, uh, uh, but yeah.
2: We obviously all know about the spawning issue. I don't know if this is, like, just a problem with, like, the older consoles, just because I have, like, a first-generation Xbox One. You know, I got it within a year of it coming out, so I don't know if, like... The spawning late issue is just a
3: problem with the old xboxes or all around but i i don't it's know like... i i have a like the nah. year one xbox too i'd say but there. i i couldn't really tell you because again i really haven't played enough recently to even really you remember know, I, played, I played a couple times
2: or a few times in the past week or so and it, like it still has a spawning issue not to
1: mention, like when you're playing a game type like war, which has like the delayed respawn, where the timer says like waiting to re- respawn in zero seconds, and like you still have to wait an extra two or three seconds.
2: Right, and that can like in that two or three seconds can really like cause you to lose.
0: Right. Oh yeah, it's it, so because like
2: you're just like a hair
1: away from like contesting the uh, the the area or whatever, and it's like if you if you actually respawn on time, you'd be fine.
0: What happens? Right. Spawns have been an issue in a first-person shooter game. you're always going to have are, spawn problems. I, no, I but
1: feel like,
2: like they, they are really in and Like I've I've spawned okay. like two minutes into a game. Like at that point, you know the action's already happening. You know,
3: right, <laughs> right, and
2: like
1: the entire enemy team and your team has like already died three times. It, it's
2: it's just bullshit. It's just frustrating because it's just a bug in the game and it causes you to lose. There's nothing good to and.
1: I yeah, remember, like they. The I remember, like they
2: fixed it for like maybe a
1: maybe like a month or so, right, and then it right. came back.
3: Yeah. So I got a hypothetical for you guys, which is kind of just going to be. I don't believe it's actually going to happen, but it'd be funny if it did. What would you do or say if the new battle royale mode in Black Ops, what Black Ops Four, was third person and you could build materials like you could in fortnite basically copy and paste well this is basically fortnite yeah Yeah, i wouldn't like it because i i well that is my point because i'm seeing a lot of people saying like you're just copying off of fortnite like i'm sure i i'm almost 100 sure it's gonna be first person and it's gonna be a lot different than fortnite like i honestly i wouldn't like i think people gotta give it a chance um you know the game hasn't the beta hasn't even come out yet like you, how could you say stuff about this but um that's just kind of how people are i guess these days with gaming. but um but yeah right I, like i said you gotta give it a chance again i think mm. black ops 4 hopefully is going to be a big hit the other black ops have so i don't yeah. see why this would not be
0: it's funny though so you know i've had problems with the the whole rinse and repeat battle royale for a while now you know, H1Z1 started, and then PUBG, and then Fortnite, and, uh, you know, virtual Royale now, and there's, there's there's a bunch of Battle Royale game modes out there, right? And, uh, right. you know what, here's, here's the thing at the end of the day. As much as I may hate the, you know, seeing the same genre over and over again, and, oh, it's Battle Royale, oh, it's Battle Royale. Yeah, but you know what? if you make a better version of it that's a lot more fun and there's more things like about that one compared to a game i was playing before i'll play it same that's really it
2: i don't understand like why people compare battle royale games to each other like nobody ever did this with call of duty and battlefield yes they're both shooters yes you're in a first person view they're not the same game like
0: no not even close
2: you know like PUBG and fortnite have completely different dynamics
0: yeah, there's right. a
2: to be the last person alive, but you're not like it's not the same game,
0: right? Like there's certain mechanics like you cannot build in but you cannot build in PUBG, and that's the thing. So when the Epic Games was talking about trying to nerfing nerf the the building, you know, because people, you know, there are some insane builders in right. you know, Fortnite that will build skyscrapers, and there's no way you can beat them. But that's kind of part of it, right? That's part of the game. That's part of winning the game. And that, that should make players want to get better at the game. If you can build like that, you'll win game. So don't complain about nerfability. You know, as much as I can't build for shit, keep the building as is. That's what makes people win the game. That's the, the special mechanic that makes Fortnite.
2: Or if they want to do that, is. they could add a game mode with no building.
0: Sure. Yeah. They, and, and guess what? People will love it. <laughs> i yeah. i always you know as what i i got i remember i had fortnite like when it first like came out uh just to mess around with it and i remember playing it i had no idea about the building that much like i, I think i was just building walls on um, walls that i already broke down when i first came out like this was before it blew up and i, I the first thing i noticed i liked the feel of the game i like the mm-hmm. cartoon feel i just i liked how it felt compared to PUBG h one h1z1 etc that i just liked it and then the you know like didn't get back into it until it blew up, and then you guys started playing. I started playing with you guys. Uh You know, I, I like the feel of it. If a game feels better, I'll play. It. If a game is better, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not play it. You know, it. it you know, again, I don't like the Battle Real being recycled over and over again. But at the end of the day, if someone makes a better version, I will play the better version. That's that's just it.
1: Yeah, right.
3: I think. I mean, real quick, just to close the point, I think a lot of first of all a lot of people gravitate toward Fortnite because it's free right <laughs> that's right. the one reason but i think another reason is it's completely different the cart the graphics wise cartoony um you know it's not like when you eliminate somebody you're not tech i okay i guess you're like killing them but like there's not like blood everywhere like it's right. it's a completely different game it's made for younger people i believe i mean it's it's made for all age groups but like they also included that younger group, so they could play. Yep. Like so, um, you know they uh, they've done a really good job. Like I can't say enough about Epic Games. Um, but um, but yeah, it's it's just uh it's insane what they've done in just one year. Yeah, you know, that's, exactly. that's
0: why Ninja got popular. I mean, a whole new market of viewers came in, looking at, you know a bunch of kids looking to watch somebody good at Fortnite play Fortnite right um, look at him now he's making bank and he's a successful streamer and he's actually really good at the game and he seems like a decent guy so yeah you you're know not,
2: on fortnite you're not killing people you're sending him back to the lobby as they say yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so yeah i spent more time in the lobby than dropping all yeah, right haven't we all uh, i have one win to my name and it was a uh, it was the squad game with uh uh. Us three, me, Zeg and Randy. That was it. Yep. That's all I have. And I have the recording and I watch it for now and again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> to feel good about yourself. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of want to hop on the uh, last epic, if I may. Uh, we'll keep it kind of short because I know I'm kind of the only one with some knowledge to it. Uh, but there's a reason why I'm bringing it up in the first place because, like, like we said before, we're all sports fans, uh, we're from different areas. Uh, so we cheer for different teams. Um, so, the Overwatch League has finished its first inaugural season. The finals just happened. And part of the reason why it's there is because, well, I'm from the Philadelphia area. And the Philadelphia Fusion made it to the finals. Unfortunately, got completely destroyed by the London Spitfire to lose the championship. But um, I've, I've been uh, on and off paying attention to the Overwatch League uh, since it was announced. When it was announced, I was so excited because... This was what my vision of eSports always was, you know. I've been following competitive COD since Black Ops 2. Uh, and you knew organization, Optic, Fade, uh, Fariko, Impact, Envy. There's organizations, and you really had no reason other than, oh, I don't know, I like their logo, or I like a certain player to cheer for them. This Overwatch League put the location side of, of sports into their league. so. If you're from Philadelphia, you know, you can share for the Fusion. If you're from London, you have the Spitfire. If you're from Shanghai, you have the, uh, the Dragons or whatever. Uh, or New York, you have the Excelsior kind of thing. And the whole, the whole point, I'm bringing this up, I, I want to see more esports kind of pick this, uh, this way of uh, having actual location-based franchises up.
2: Uh, I do want to bring this up real quick. I got a message from Malachi about 20 minutes ago. This is as yeah. a side note to the whole Overwatch League. Apparently, they have an Atlanta Overwatch League in the works.
0: I gotta look this up. Yeah, so the, they, they there was definitely talk Owned of them expanding, of expanding. Uh, they're gonna keep expanding for the next few years. But as soon as this the, the championship ended this past week, there were there was talks about where the next team was gonna get picked up, and there was there's a lot of talks. There's a lot of places interested. Uh, Atlanta is one as There's uh,
1: uh, three teams that are essentially confirmed for for um season two like next next season or like the you know in the coming seasons it's it's one for uh paris france right uh atlanta and then uh, i don't know how to pronounce this city
0: is uh, it the chinese one
1: yeah i i never know how to pronounce it
0: yeah it was a chinese team i knew that was confirmed too so yeah they're going to keep expanding and it's going to turn into how we, you know, we know sports leagues. I, I think that's to pronounced
1: Guangzhou.
0: Is that what it is? Okay. Something like that. Uh, So I here's my question, right? If you enjoy a game, like especially Cod, right? Like let's picture call of duty going like way, having uh location based franchises. Uh, would you guys be interested in seeing those, you know, broadcasted by NBC sports? ESPN? Absolutely.
1: I, I would, I would love that. I'm, would... <laughs> I would just sit down and watch the fucking Atlanta team just kick an ass <laughs> and, then, and then lose a fucking 25-point lead or something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, you have to be interested in the game just like as you have to be interested in the sport that you're watching, right? Like, I don't watch soccer too much just because, you know, it's just not totally my, my cup of tea, you know what I mean? But I, I watch hockey and, and uh, oh, football and all that. Philly's, you got, know, a, because I enjoy Philly's got a soccer team. Yeah, I know, and i it's not like I don't follow them. I just, you know, I'm not dying to sit down and watch them play, whereas I don't ever want to the Flyers game ever. You know what I mean? At That's not
2: how I am about baseball.
0: Yeah, so it's um, – I'm hoping to see that, that whole idea of uh, location esports kind of expanding a little bit more, uh, which makes me happy too because Philadelphia is owned by Comcast Spectacor, which does all the sports stuff for, you know, Flyers, uh, Sixers, Phillies in the Philadelphia area, so the fact that they're getting behind it means there's definitely a lot more stuff that they're going to get into in the future when it starts coming out. So, really I'm definitely excited about looking that. forward to it. Yeah, but uh, if no one else has any comments, I think we are at a good time to wrap up. What do you say? Yes,
1: yeah, it yeah, yeah. sounds good. I think all I'm right,
0: good. all right, awesome. So, uh, thank you. Uh, I have no idea when this is going to be released, but to those who have listened or are going to listen, thank you so much for tuning in we are uh attempting to uh you know do this every week if we can um you know you may not see some of the the same faces every week we don't know we're still in our kind of planning stages um we still gotta make us a little but anyway uh i hope you guys will tune in every week I thought it was pretty fun, first time. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're good. Definitely. So, it's definitely something I'm looking forward to doing. And I'm going to try to get some, some more go.
1: juicy stories for in case you missed it. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So, well, we'll keep working hard as you know, and enjoying this, and we hope you're enjoying listening. So uh, thanks for tuning in again, and uh, we'll see
3: you next time.
2: As a tribute to Bill Burr, we'll see you next week, you cunts. <laughs> 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 that's, that's the closing right there. Perfect.